Hey, welcome to Nerd Bash, where you want to know about nerdy things, and we're here to tell you about it. Let's bash some nerd news. Jimmy's back this week, and we've got uh, some Marvel things to kick off with um, a big rumor that we tweeted about, and I would emphasize the rumor mm-hmm. side of this. I think a lot of it is, well, hard to know. Like, how would it, Disney even know that they're planning stuff in 2027, frankly? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I, I feel like they plan stuff ahead of time. But the problem is Disney is so secretive about everything for this leak to occur. It's literally no a leak of every release date and title of everything coming out in uh, the MCU phase 4, 5, 6, and part of 7, I think. Yeah. The... The likelihood that this is real is very low, but a lot of it's plausible, so we'll, we'll discuss a bit. Yeah, so I mean, there's MCU Phase 4, I think, is more or less set in stone. Phase 5, I think the first half, we kind of yeah, know they already most announced of it as a well bunch of stuff too, yeah. but um, What If, Marvel's What If series on Disney Plus was rumored to have a Season 3 in August 2024. Never heard anything about that, but sure, makes sense. People liked one and two, so it makes sense for them to continue doing it. Wonder Man. I think there's been a lot of rumors around Wonder Man. Yeah. Part of it is also just because people have been wanting Wonder Man forever, and I think they just want um, Nathan Fillion to be Wonder Man. So (laughs) so. That's rumored for fall of 2024. Also in fall, specifically October, would be a Ghost Rider special, and you thought that might be like a Halloween thing. Yeah, their October specials are generally Halloween things, but the question is, if they're doing Ghost Rider, are they doing the one from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Are they doing Nicolas Cage? <laughs> are they doing a brand new Ghost Rider? I kind of doubt they'll have Nick Cage be Ghost Rider. But it, he we'll could see. at least pop up for a cameo we'll or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, those movies weren't great, but Nick Cage is a huge comic book fan. So all of those are fairly plausible, but then we start to get into Mephisto in October of 2025. Well, considering how much of a meme Mephisto has become in the MCU like community, that this is where I went. I don't know if I trust this list as soon as Mephisto made an appearance on the list. And then Moon Knight season two, I think, makes a lot of sense. Originally, there wasn't anything clear. It still isn't confirmed that there's going to be a season two, but yeah, it makes sense. I think it was pretty well received and all of that. But spring twenty twenty five, really? Yeah. They're going to wait that long? That is a huge wait. I mean, it, it's not like. While they never said anything, it, season one ended very much so like there oh, was, it was going totally to be a season two. Oh, it was totally open to a season two. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, but the weirdest is standalone Black Knight won't happen until 2027. Yeah, just announce Kit Harrington, have him pop up in Eternals in like 2021, and then don't do anything with him for six years? Yeah, seems seems odd. And then also that there would be a Ten Rings series in 2027 so again shang gets a movie and then nothing happens i mean i guess he could pop up in other movies but well i think the rumors also had him having a second movie already oh and then getting a series like three years after that Mm, somewhat plausible i guess i mean but but we've already kind of dealt with the mandarin right like that's all the in the comics the ten rings is the mandarin and then we have the fake Mandarin with Ben Kingsley. We had the pseudo Mandarin with, with Adrian Killian. And then we have the actual Mandarin in Shang-Chi. 
Like, how much more Mandarin can we do? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, as you get towards the end of this list, it just becomes random as hell. People just trying to find things that could be plausible, but don't make too much sense. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put too much stock into it. I guess it's fun to talk about. Last week, I had talked about a lot of the rumors around James Gunn and some stuff he's posted for DC, and, you know, we don't have any clue on any of that. That's all up in the air, but apparently they do have, I think they said like a 10-year plan or something set out for, for DC, but... Anyway, um, some more concrete rumors. Uh, the Andor season two has already started filming, um, and it did have that network release. So I'm interested to see how that impacts numbers for Disney Plus, and and I don't know if that's positive or whatever. But apparently, filming for season two is not going to finish until August of 2023, which means we're looking at maybe mid 2024 is the earliest that season two comes out that seems crazy considering that they knew they were going to do season right two. if you go in with two seasons why aren't you filming them back to back and why is there that why is that's such a long time to be filming Unless... and i thought part of it was that they were using this you know special system that the mandalorian kind of pioneered this you know projection right system that's supposed to significantly cut down on both production and post-production. So, I don't know. A it's weird. Uh, I, I wonder if it was literally like a risk assessment thing where they're like, what if this doesn't do well? Yeah, and, and then, then they pulled the plug. Just... So, they said, yeah, they said you couldn't move ahead until whatever. Mm. And hard to know. You know, there could be schedules with the actors and other things that they have to work around, well, which yeah. could make it last longer to film. So I don't knows? know who else is in it, but I know like Diego Luna was in a lot of things, right? I mean, he was doing Narcos, and I don't think there's any more of that. So, mm. I don't know. I don't know what else he's doing currently, but I'm sure something, yeah, he's pretty well known. So, I think that's about it for the Disney news. Well, Avatar, not that it's really Disney, but kind of Disney-related. I don't know. That, that's, that's like Cameron-verse, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Way of the Water allegedly had a production budget of $400 million. Oh, my God. Now, a movie normally has that much amount in marketing and other things so the movie basically has to make 800 million dollars to break even that's crazy Um, and it's probably more like a billion like the thing is i don't even understand if this movie has an audience though it's coming out over a decade after the first one do people still care I mean, I don't know. I, and certainly not about 3D anymore, I think. I hope. I hope that fad died. No one liked feed oh, 3D. Oh, I hated 3D so much. And, you know, that was kind of the main point of Avatar, the first one, at least, to right. most people. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, because the story was not groundbreaking. The story no. was Pocahontas. But <laughs> or Dances with Wolves, or <laughs> yes. So it doesn't make sense for this to be coming out 13 years later, and then they're expecting to make a billion and a half dollars hopefully to to be like oh this is a good movie. never mind the fact that there's supposed to be three more movies after this this is psychotic <laughs> like i i i guess it could I prove me wrong and these movies if, could each make like two billion dollars each if it's like, something oh, yeah. really original and it works really well great but i hated avatar so i'm okay with this tanking and just being like yeah let's stop I'll investing admit, 400 million dollars into one movie i'll admit i hated it only because i think Leading up to watching it, everyone kept talking about it being like the best. Yeah, movie it was overhyped. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what else we have? So uh, Furiosa has been doing filming. That's the Mad Max prequel with Anya Taylor-Joy, who apparently was doing her own stunt driving, even though she doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> she's in, like, everything now. Yeah. like the She's popped up all over the place. Everywhere. I, I don't understand. I mean, she's a great actress, but yeah. I don't know if... Yeah, I, I still feel weird about her replacing Charlize Theron. That, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much earlier it is. Like, not that Charlize looked that old, but like, yeah, I don't. I don't get how. Oh, we got movie magic. They could have made her look younger. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Oh, quick side note. Did you hear that they are using a de aging on Harrison at the start of Indy? Apparently, and he was super hyped about it. He was like, "This is the only one I've ever seen that I believe in." Oh wow! So. Apparently it's even. I mean, I he thought notoriously like, hates everything. That's actually yeah. A big I, praise. I thought some of the other things that have done it did it as well as they could have. Like I thought it was pretty good. So I don't know how this is better. But. I mean, it, it was relatively early when they were doing it, but I remember when I think it was uh, Ant Man, the, the Michael Douglas one wasn't that bad. Yeah, and I was thinking of the Irishman too. No, Irishman was pretty bad. But that was like the first one that I remember. Anyway, well, the first one I remember is Tarkin. Right. Okay, well that mm, that wasn't de aging. That was using that was a completely different a actor. actor and, yeah, fine. but it's the same tech basically. Yeah. Anyway, HBO Max's Dune prequel, um, Dune: The Sisterhood. The series creator stepped down as Ooh. the co showrunner, basically on the day it started filming. That's not good. No, doesn't yeah. sound good. Definitely concerning. Well, um, yeah. With the money they've pumped into it, I hope it's okay because, I mean, Dune is obviously a huge success, so I would hope HBO is just, you know, shoveling cash into that. But concerning to hear about that your creator is just like, nah, I'm out. What could they have done right in the beginning that ruined the series for them to leave? That That is pretty bad. I don't know. Odd. Very odd. That's really about it. There wasn't much else in, in film and TV. We've got a little bit more gaming news, but pretty quiet week, Thanksgiving week here. So, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit of a lull right now. So the other big news is the ongoing court battles of Xbox's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. And Sony's... I mean, there's been a lot of weird back and forth. Xbox said PlayStation exclusives are better than ours. Just like straight up. It's basically true. said that in court. And, okay, fine. Microsoft basically doesn't have exclusives. You know, that Call of Duty is kind of the biggest part of Activision Blizzard, and they kind of went back and forth and said, yes, we would have games like Elder Scrolls be exclusive to Xbox because they're medium games. But a game as big as Call of Duty is not profitable to keep right. on Xbox, which does, does make sense. I don't know how you really argue that in court, but... Uh, allegedly they did offer Sony a 10 year deal to keep it on the platform. Now, I don't know what that equates to. Like, does Sony have to pay them a buttload of money to do okay, that? I have no idea how that part works. Uh, that might be why Sony apparently did not agree to this. Well, they also fired back in court saying that call of duty is so, uh, is too entrenched for any rival, no matter how well equipped to catch up. 
basically saying like Battlefield and everything else is shit. Call of Duty owns the FPS market. It does. <laughs> it's true. So if Xbox owns that, we're screwed, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, that just kind of backs up Microsoft's whole thing where it's like it's not profitable for them to make it an exclusive and they're not going to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you like, own a PS5 just, right now, does that mean next generation you're not buying the PS6, you're buying an Xbox because it's an Xbox exclusive? Even if you assume that the player base is exactly 50-50, let's say. Which it's nowhere near with PC gaming, but... Like, them making it exclusive isn't going to make 100% of the PS5 player base buy Xboxes. At best, they would get maybe like 10% of those people to switch. Like, then they're just losing 40% of their total sales they, they would have gotten. It yeah, doesn't make sense for them to not sell it to everyone. It's hard to argue any of this in court, and it's kind of it's just interesting, interesting sound bites to hear like Xbox be like, "Yeah, our exclusives suck," and then PlayStation's like, "Call of Duty is the best thing ever. <laughs> we can't lose it." Like, I do like the the how hypocritical Sony is concerning. They used to just pay for all these exclusivity contracts, right, with all these things, right. but now that Microsoft is like, "Well, we're Microsoft, and we're just going to buy these studios," they're like, "Wait, no, don't do that." <laughs> yeah. What else do we have? So Star Wars Jedi, uh, which is the sequel to Fallen Order. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Sorry. Jedi Survivor is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. The release date is going to be revealed along with a trailer sometime in December. I haven't heard exactly when yet. I don't know if it's... I think there might be a game show or something, that game awards show. I thought it just happened. Hmm? Maybe there's another one. I don't know. Weird. Okay. I've heard that that's supposed to come out. Assuming that they're announcing a release date at the end of this year, or we hoping maybe mid next year, could be even later. I would think, but mm. we'll see. If they have a trailer, if it's a gameplay trailer, I doubt it. But I would hope it's closer to release. It's been a while that's been in production, and I assume it's using the same engine and everything. So there's not a whole bunch of groundwork to do. Who knows? They could have migrated to Unreal Five. Mm. Uh, and then the last bit of gaming news updates for us especially two games we really like marvel snap which if you haven't played is really fun i was not into card games or anything but it's super simple it's like games last two minutes mobile game super easy to play on your phone it's getting a big update it's biggest update yet with 16 cards and basically this token shop system yeah basically the well i like the fact that marvel decided to go with like a kind of random collection system so that people couldn't necessarily just all have the same decks as you hit like the same meta it does suck that you can't get specific cards if you've like seen them be like i wish i had that card to build this deck so they're finally kind of fixing that with this collection token system where you can collect a bunch of tokens and then eventually just purchase a card from the shop and it's mainly geared towards higher level players i don't know how you really say that it's not really a level it's like a you've been playing it longer kind of yeah because the way to handle it in order to not make new players get blown out of the water is that you kind of hit people at like collection one which is like the simpler cards and there's a second collection third collection and then now they're adding a fourth and fifth collection so yeah it is hitting more of the people that have more complete collections but they have said that they're going to roll things back so what's in tier five will be in tier four what's in four will be in three right so if if you're you're newer you're not going to be like i'm never going to get these cards yeah but then also hopefully they'll you know keep adding more and more for people that are kind of maxed out i like the changes that are coming up and then the fact that they're making these kind of changes and stuff you can see that they're actually paying attention to the player base and then they're making sure that this is a game that you know they want to support for a long time and support new players coming in and everything so so yeah good news 
And then lastly is Fall Guys Season 3. Um, we love Fall Guys. Fall we guys like playing awesome. four-player four co-op. It's just a silly, fun game. And, yeah, a bunch of new maps, new modes, all the kind of regular stuff from Season 3. But it's um, apparently SpongeBob and Elder Scrolls as the, like, that, costume sets, I guess. I, I imagine that's not going to affect the worlds, but I don't know. I assume those are happening at separate times. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> Some <laughs> that, weird kind of crossover. The weirdest crossover in the world. Yeah. Like just what SpongeBob dressed up in Daedra armor as a dragonborn. I mean, that sounds awesome now that I say it out loud. So I'm hoping it is a crossover theme. It's too much. <laughs> too much. And I think that's about it. I think that's all we have. Again, as always, if you hear news, if you want um updates follow us on twitter and instagram and we'll have videos of this podcast out on tiktok youtube and instagram and the podcast itself in audio form on all your favorite podcasting platforms yeah. thanks for joining us